everyone, welcome to another episode of The Stone Genius. My name's Ro, you know me. I'm often stoned, I'm always a genius. I, hmm, you know what? I had written down earlier that the new strain that I am smoking, Space Cowboy, uh, was not helping with the creative juices, making me feel, it was just kind of making me, it was very, it seemed very strong indica based and I was just kind of watching things, which is, I'm going to talk about something I've been just watching a lot, but uh, yeah, I was having, so I actually did the intro, this is why I haven't recorded, do I still have that? Let's, hold on. Okay, now I I'm gonna I remember I gotta do I need to do that because it took too many times. I mean, come on, I'm a professional. It shouldn't take me two times. I know that's I know I made it sound like a lot, but I actually got it right on the second time, so that's really cool. Oh, thank you. No, 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 thank you. No, stop already. Okay, so this is episode two hundred and twenty. Welcome to the episode. My name's Ro. Uh, oh, there's someone, what time is it? Four, what are you doing walking around at 4.11 in the morning? Okay, so I'm going to hop right into this. This, this is an, this is a fill-in. I actually had like three pages of notes for this episode. Just random. You know me. On the, on the times where I don't have a particular subject where I'm like, and so that was what I was anticipating. So I found... I go to YouTube and watch a lot of videos. And sometimes I like to watch videos of like rainstorms or in the wintertime, I'll put a fireplace on. So I'll be watching these different YouTube videos. Sometimes I'll watch webcams like of cities and things like that. And for some reason, this one for Venice, Italy caught my eye. I have now find a, found a couple in Venice, Italy, but... This one has caught my eye, and it's from the Hotel Filu, or Filu, F-I-L-U. And the U has a little whoop-whoo, like, like, if you could, like, whatever, I know this is not a, a video podcast yet, so whatever sound you hear, whoop-whoo, whatever sound, whatever that sound, whatever shape you see when you hear whoop that sound, that is what's over the U. That being said, it's got to be like a little slashy thing. It's like a backward slash or for It's a slash over the U. And I'm not sure if it's Filu or Filu. I don't know Italian. Although I found out I also don't know what the restaurants serve there. No, so I asked our youngest. I, I went in and said, hey... What kind of do you think that's an Italian restaurant? And Trinity, without missing a beat, of course, looks back at me and goes, I'm pretty sure every restaurant in Italy is an Italian restaurant. Oh, no, that was more like that. Because if it's owned by an Italian, it's in Italy, it's an Italian restaurant, even if it's American barbecue or whatever. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I so there's a restaurant you can see. So I have gotten. The term stalker-like has been thrown, bandied about in our household over this live stream. I think that's a little harsh, honestly. I would just like to say I'm a fan of Hotel Filu Filu. I'm going to say Filu. Filu! And I feel like I should say it like one of the Mario Brothers, but I also feel like I definitely should not say it like one of the Mario brothers. So I'm not going to, at least at this point. If someone, if I get some sort of like head nod that it's okay for me to do that, then I will. Uh, at this point, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say Filu, Hotel Filu. And the, the interesting thing, and I'm going to make you look, and I'll ask the questioner. I'm going to post this. What are they doing? It's another person, 415. So I'm watching the live feed right now. No, they don't. Okay, they don't. <laughs> so they. I thought it was a stroller. 
4.15 in the morning. No. What are you doing with a stroller? It wasn't. It's a worker going to, they had a trolley. So, and then that two shit. So the weird thing is that this, and I, I should know the words. I wish I did know the words because I've seen them, but I'm not even going to attempt. The bridge is named something that it's pointed at. And then there's also a hotel across the way. So it's funny because it will say a uh, view from Hotel Filu Filu. Filu. I'm going with Filu. Hold on. I'm going to say Hotel Filu. Hello Filu. Hello Filu. Hey, Hotel Filu. None of those work for me. So it's he- it's the hotel. Hotel Filu. I'm going with Filu. That's what I'm I'm going to stick I'm going to call him tomorrow. I'm going to be like Hi, I, I'm an American. I just need to know the pronunciation of... Ooh, and if I do get them on, I'll ask them. I'll go, can you run outside real quick and wave to me? That would be cool. So here's the thing. I would actually have a better chance of calling the hotel that's across the street. So this says that it's the the view from Hotel Filu. Uh, Filu. Uh, Filu. I'm going with Filu because it's an I. Filu. That's what we're going with. It's not Italian, it's Italian. So Filu, not Filu. Filu. So it says view from uh, Hotel Filu, but there's a hotel across the street, and you can see the name on it. So I looked it up, I saw it and everything, and it's it's interesting. So I may ask on Instagram uh, when this episode comes out, what's the name of that? I want to see if someone goes to this feed and sees that. It's pretty cool. Uh, you don't see a lot of of action i mean you get i don't know well here's the thing i don't know what type of action you should get in a large city i believe there's about 260 to 270,000 people in venice i don't know what type of action you get in a city of that size in a western european country i know that they eat a lot later so this is where my family has said that I sound like a stalker because I'm like, so I'll watch. So there's a restaurant by the other hotel. I don't know if it's part of that hotel or what, but it's across the street, across the canal. And this is one of the, this is not the Grand Canal. So they have some, so I've actually been doing some research now on Venice and they have a Grand Canal, which is very wide. And then, and there is, you can see there's a live stream of that. There's a live stream of another bridge that I guess is famous because people are just literally standing on this bridge all the time. This one, there's a lot of traffic. And I don't know if this is a tourist area. The other one that is a live feed, the third one that I was going to, that I just mentioned, that one with that bridge, that seems like a tourist uh, lined much more with restaurants. This has the one restaurant you can see. And see, there's people walking both directions. I mean, and they they don't seem to even, like, that's not a thing. Like, not a big deal. Because I'm going to say, at least from being a suburbanite, where we don't do this. If we were to walk somewhere, well, not in our area, but when we used to own a house in the suburbs, if we were walking, the only other people we'd see would be neighbors. Or someone that, in, you know, would be a friendly high or whatever. If I, as a suburbanite, go to downtown Kansas City and walk around, uh, I don't even know. I would just, I would probably find myself in trouble. I have found a lot of times that I'm naive in the, God, I'm just staring at this screen watching this. Sometimes I'm naive because I think about like when I talk about where I used to go play basketball back in high school and what I used to do and all these different things. It was like, I don't think I ever thought about it. It was never a conscious, oh, well, I need to be aware of my, I mean, I think I'm always aware of my surroundings, but that wasn't, that was never in, and, and, So here's the deal now. If you're over, let's say, 50 years old in Kansas City and you mentioned Troost Avenue, most likely you'll be like, eee, Troost Avenue, really? But it's real. I mean, it's gentrified, but it's 
it's much different than it was many, many years ago. Uh, downtown, where I used to live in a loft in downtown at uh, 10th and Broadway back in the 90s with my cousin, and in that whole area has changed greatly. Like, the, you know, we lived downtown, but not a lot of people were doing it back at that time because there wasn't even a grocery store. It was what they call, uh, what is it, uh, grocery store desert or something like that. So I worked in the suburbs, so I would actually just grab groceries and bring them back uh, when I would come home at night, or a lot of times I'd work overnight, so in the morning. But anywho, anyhow, anyway, it's that's changed a lot. So I don't even know. I would just say everywhere is safe or everywhere is bad in Kansas City. I just wouldn't give it that much thought. I would just, I don't know. So, but So I don't know what this area is like. I mean, I just think it's weird that people walk past each other because if you're looking at this scene, and I love watching at night. I love it when there's nothing going on. And then you see someone. Because then I'm like, what are they doing? And if it's, you can see them if they're on their phone most of the time because it'll light up in their hand. You'll see it light up triangle or against their face. Uh, there's an apartment building that you can see when they have their TV on. Uh, you can see that there's a room connected, but it has a door, and you can tell when the door's open because you can see the light change on the light on the TV, and if the door's closed, that doesn't change in that other room. Yeah, stalkerish, I know, right? But it is so interesting. Like, right now, it's like these water taxis, but they are all another person. They're all, like, it looks like they're moving product to places that are right there on the canal. I mean, it's just amazing. Instead of streets having canals like this, I mean, I so hard for me to wrap my head around this. No cars. Hold on, I got something for that. And I will let that get creepy. So anywho, anyhow, anyway, like the, the restaurant. So during, so when I found this was last Friday, uh, Friday. So it's only been four days and I've watched a shitload of this. I mean, I don't know how many hours I've logged watching this, but it's probably, it's easily into the double digits. It's probably into the 20 hours that I've had it on. Like right now I see a light and I don't know what it's from. My, my, my thought is someone's taking a picture on the bridge, but I can't make them out. But a second ago, I saw what looked like a triangle light up. And now I can... So so here's the thing. That's why I'm just like watching. I want to call, I want to call the hotel and go, what are those people doing on the bridge? I want to become friends with someone that works there because I love overnight. They are seven hours ahead of where I am. So, oh, there were people on the bridge. And they are moving suspiciously slow. And generally, you would think for malfeasance that they would be moving quickly. But they seem to be moving almost too slow. Like, they're either a zombie slow or they're trying to act inconspicuous to the point that they are conspicuous. So... I am just addicted to this. So anywho, anyhow, the first time I looked at this, uh, it was uh, like 9-ish, 9 a.m. on Friday. And you're like, that's odd that you would remember the first time you started watching this. Yeah, I know. So anyway, there's seven hours ahead. So it was 5 p.m., getting to be 5 p.m. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Friday night. I mean, it's Friday night in the summer in Venice. I was thinking, oh, I wish I could do that. It made me think about how much I enjoyed the movie Jumper uh, with one of the, the Star Wars guy, uh, Anakin Sky. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Judd Hirsch? No, that's not right. I know that's not right. That's the guy from Taxi. But there was a guy, and anyway, he jumped. So anywhere that he could see, I guess, in his mind or had been to uh, or had a picture of, he could jump to that place, teleport to that place. And I was thinking that would, I always thought that would be cool. And not even for malfeasance, but literally so I could go, I want to eat Italian for dinner, or I guess I just want to eat dinner and I'm going to be in Italy, so it's going to be Italian. 
and I boop, and then I'm there. And that is different than the sound earlier that is the slash that's over the U in Philo. So this was a boop, and, and then I'm there. I love watching the, the outfits. So there's a couple of hotels around, so you see a lot of people with luggage and things. So anyway, at 5 o'clock, I'm watching. So I, the first time I notice is at 5 o'clock, and then I see the waiters. There's gentlemen, uh, what appear to be gentlemen from, from the distance, um, wearing... I did not see a bow tie. They were wearing black, what seemed to be black, dark pants, dark vest, white shirt. I'm unsure whether they had a tie, but they were setting up the tables. So they were getting ready to eat. And it seemed like the dinner crowd really, they didn't, the tables that are out next to the water. And I don't know if there's an indoor area or if this is all strictly outdoors. Like I've never seen anyone go in and then be led back out. It's almost they always go to these tables and then they go, I just saw a light come out on a building. A light I've never seen come on before. Yeah. I mean, and I love, so I like, what I really need to find is somewhere like in South America or Canada that is in the same time zone or roughly the same time zone because I love being up overnight and I have found that I really enjoy, I like enjoy watching it during the day, but at night, when it's nighttime there, I enjoy watching it. It plays classical music. So for a couple hours, like from 9 p.m. to uh, sun starts coming up a little after 5. Oh, it's crazy. I already have that. I already know. About 5.11 is when it starts turning a little. The hue turns a little blue. Uh, that light's still on. Ooh. There's a light, too. So it's going to be... It's uh, So it'll be Tuesday morning when... This is happening. So people will be going to work, the people that live there and everything. And I'm assuming, and that could be hotel rooms too. I don't know, honestly, what I'm looking at. I literally have no clue. So anyway, I'm watching on Friday, them setting up the restaurant. And you could tell, and it was very funny because then I started getting into it because I was trying to figure out what they were saying just because one of the guys was very animated. Like the other guy was not doing, not putting the tablecloths on correctly. Which I, as a husband, believe I have done incorrectly myself before. Bobby would never say that. Bobby would just come back and go, I'm going to do it correctly now. Uh, But it it was funny because they were very animated. So then I started thinking of the stories. Then like, so then Saturday, their Saturday morning, which are our Friday night. So I'm already hooked at this point. So I don't know how many hours I logged the first day, but let's say a lot. Like, if you think like three is a lot, it's not a lot. That's not a lot. I'm saying probably six hours. Are we going to count from the time I found it at nine in the morning till midnight, the rest of that actual calendar day for me, probably 10 hours. Out of those remaining 15 hours, probably 10 of them had this on. Now, you can say, wow, that doesn't sound like a very fun Friday. I beg to differ. Hold on. I haven't haven't said a cuss word yet, so let me rephrase this. I beg to differ. Motherfucker. I think I was a little late coming into that, but that's okay. What's up, people? It's been a while. Talking about Italy. I would love to go to Italy, but you know what they don't allow in Italy? Rabbit wolverines, and that's what I am. For the you out there that think I sound like a chipmunk, fuck all y'all. I'm a wolverine. I was born a wolverine. I'm always going to be a wolverine, and I'll bite your motherfucking ass, punk. Okay, that went a little sideways. I am sorry. He seems to get angry. Granted, he has rabies. I would assume that that doesn't put you in a good mood. Uh, any, any, who, anyhow, anyway. Oh, here comes. There's a. Let's see what this one has on it. Don't do it. Someone's like they're speeding up, so they're walking over the bridge right when the boat goes under. No. Like, how about if I see? So, this morning. So, 24 hours ago. 
like this boat came. So the, I don't know if it's the Grand Canal. There's another Grand Canal you can see that would be up at the top of the screen. So these two boats came earlier. And so I think they're delivering stuff because they're very long. I think that they're like uh, supply vessels. I know that's not even close to being the correct terminology for this, but that's all right. So there's another canal, like a street. So like this one ends and then you go left or right, it looks like. Um, so out of nowhere, this boat, you see it come flying around the corner and it's it's like James Bond, just fly. Like these, these are, there's a little bit of a wake uh, from these boats, but not not much. I mean, they're just really being propelled forward through the canal. I would say, actually, I take that back. These are no wakes. This guy was making a wake, and he had no lights on him either. So what I can see, it looks fairly bright. Now, could this camera be enhancing that? It 100% could be. It could look much brighter than what it actually is. Uh, I don't think that it is making it look darker. Because there are some things that look a little too bright, like almost washed out. Where they're, so, But they are the th things that are in the foreground. So I'm not exactly sure. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, this, this James Bond fucking thing, comes. the speedboat comes around. And it's a small one. Most of these are of decent size. There's no gondolas. Like on one of the ones I've seen, you see the hand power. And man, they are navigating between the, the powered taxis, the boat taxis. That's that's a dance. That's a whole day. I haven't even got, I don't, I do this to relax, not to get stressed out. So anywho, anyhow, anyway, on this one, you don't have that. But most of the boats are, can carry multiple passengers, probably six to ten not gigantic uh, to some of the things that I've seen around there. But this was like a two-seater or maybe a four. This was tiny, and it just comes flying down the canal. It comes peeling off, flying down the canal, and then it just disappears. And that's all you see. And the boats are lapping. So where you can see there's these little indentions, uh, and if you don't see it in day the first time, you won't notice that you can, you can actually, it's like steps down into the water. I don't know why there's on each side there's those so the water was lapping up in there but I mean this is I've just become enamored with this you know another boat just walked uh, went by like there's a person walking right now it's 4 33 in the morning there on a Tuesday so what is this so here's my thing what is that person doing like I try to think of the times that I've been up at 4 33 in the morning but out like this person is. Um, the last time was with my mom at the hospital. So are they walking home from the hospital or did they have to go visit a sick friend? Here's another person walking. So are they walking somewhere or are they walking from somewhere? Like are they, are they headed home after a night of whatever? Like that would be my first question. Are you headed to somewhere or are you headed home? Then once I, so I, if you're headed to somewhere, um, I guess my next question would be a job. So here's the line of question that I would go. I would ask um, whether they were, uh, if they were from local, like if they were going to a job or like to an airport. Going to a job. My next question would be, do you have an interesting job? I won't make that determination. I would like, because if someone thinks they have an interesting job, they'll probably be passionate about it. So whether you like it or not, at least it's probably going to be a passionate story. Um, so if they're not passionate about their job, then if they're not, I don't really have that. In. I'm a baker. Uh, I mean, oh, I love baking. That'd be great. My wife bakes. That would be cool. Let's talk about it. Uh, or like if they were saying, well, I'm headed to the airport. Oh, where are you going? I'm headed home. Where's home? Amsterdam. Is it a direct flight? Yes. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Or what did you do here? I don't know where I would go, but so you will see people 
And it's actually a little later. And maybe on Tuesdays, people don't do as much traveling. So this is my first Tuesday. Here comes another person. They got a bag. Now, I do not want to make any speculation as to what is in the bag. But if I were the type that would speculate about what's in the bag, it's either A, a bowling ball, B, one or possibly two human heads, C, the world's ninth largest cantaloupe. It's definitely heads. And it is Italy. I mean, I'm not saying that they still have mob elements, and I don't know whether they ever did in Venice. I'm just saying, I would say that if you found a duffel bag full of heads in Venice or in Italy, that would be, you would probably be like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't, I mean, first you'd be like, ew, gross, a bag of heads. But, I don't know this from experience. I would assume that would be better than finding a bag of dicks. Dang it. I had the right one for that, but I didn't. See, I'm a, yeah, I, someone said that today. I have the same exact one, except it's a different color and size. Then it's not the same exact one. Okay. So, uh, like these people, what are they doing? So I'm trying to remember what I was doing. The last time I was physically out at that time of the morning, I it would have been interesting for someone to be live streaming that. So I had to take my mom to the hospital. We were there in the till like four o'clock in the morning. My mother had never tried Whataburger for the international. Contingent here that is a fast food restaurant that is, as of this recording, fairly new to the Kansas City area. Uh, probably the last year or so is when they started opening franchises here. My mom had never tried that, so on the way home from the hospital, we decided it's 24 hours a day. Uh, it was in between the hospital and her home, so we stopped by like at 4.20 in the morning, because why wouldn't a stoner stop by at 4.20 in the morning? And so we, we got food and everything. I took her home. And then when I drove home, as I was driving up our private drive, um, my car started steaming. Well, it was pouring down rain. And I had gone through a puddle or two, not on purpose, just because I either had no option or didn't see it. And my car starts seeing everything. And so right as I pull in, I pull in, you know, I pop the hood. It's pouring. I try to look. I can't figure it out. Ends up it was the radiator. But it was, that was the last time I was out at that time in the morning. And it would have been interested because someone would have been very interested. Oh, his car's smoking. What's going on? And you're like, just watching. Ooh, what's he going to do? Is he going to get upset? And I don't think I, uh, I don't know. I think I was too tired to get upset at that point. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I mean, before that, I can't even remember the last time I was out at, I mean, I'm literally trying to, four o'clock in the morning, walking around somewhere, I don't, I can't even, the, the, the very first thing that I can think of where I 100% know that I was up at that time would have been, Key West on our honeymoon, which was 25 years ago. And I would like to think that is active and up to do things. No, I take that back. I do take that back. So Bobby and I went to a, a jazz lounge, the Green Lady Lounge here in Kansas City, and we went, uh, I don't even think we went till 11 o'clock at night. I think we stayed till it closed at 2 or 2.30 and then we meandered. So I was I was out on the street probably 2.30 or 3. And I know that's not 4, but fuck, it's close enough. But I do wonder, because there are people. And I would just, I mean, gosh, dang. I really want to go to this hotel now and just... Actually, I want to go to the restaurant. I'll stay at the hotel, but I want to go to the restaurant. And... Eat whatever they tell me the finest is. And I don't want to know. I'm not going to look it up. If they say it's 
hey, this is a poop, the pep, the poop. Then I'll be like, that's fine. And I'll eat it. And then I'll be like, uh, that was a squid's a penis. I mean, I don't know if squids have penises. I was about to say peni, but it, I think it's penises. Um, so I wouldn't even, ch- I would just eat. That's what I need to do is just eat food and not know. And not, because I don't want anyone to ruin it for me either. Like if I was eating something, even if I was eating something, so here's something, I like corned beef. Bobby doesn't. Like I like corned beef hash. Bobby does not like it. Like I'll get like, well, we, we'd go to this one deli, Jason's Deli when it used to be here in town, and I'd always get a corned beef and cheddar sandwich. I just loved corned beef. I like corned beef. I wouldn't say loved. I will, I'm not opposed to it. Well, here's the thing. I don't know the makeup of corned beef. Evidently, it's beef that was boiled or something, and then it's cut or sliced. Here's the deal. Don't give a shit. But just because I don't give a shit, don't try to make me want to give a shit. I don't, I don't want to give a shit. No shits are needed for me. Two more people on the bridge. I mean... Oh, I was going to say, because of the hotel, sometimes this time of the morning, you'll see people with uh, their luggage, their rolling luggage and things like that. But I haven't seen any of those people yet today. So Tuesday must not be a travel day. But it's cool because there was an amazing... Oh, I haven't even got to that yet. Oh, Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I, I don't need someone to ruin something. If I am eating whatever... Like, see, I, I don't want to know... Like what haggis is. And if it gets like the the smell will get to me too. So there are a lot of things that are going to prevent 99% of all edible foods from reaching my mouth. And all 99% of those are me. Those are 100% me, 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 me. I am well aware of that. Is there something I could do about it? Probably. I could probably work on it. Am I going to do that? No. There is not a snowball's chance in hell I will work on that. I take that back because I'm talking about working on it right now. So, eesh. I don't, here's the deal. I don't want to work on it, but I would like to do a couple things. I would like to travel internationally, which if I do that, my palate is going to have to expand because I don't even think that the places that I may deem American like McDonald's are going to be the McDonald's that I'm used to. So I need to be able to, wherever we're traveling, to be okay with the cuisine. However, whatever okay means for me, that's what I'm going to have to do. And I don't know how we get there. Because I was just thinking, I will do stuff. I mean, like, if I could just try something, if it made me throw up and I threw up and it wasn't a big deal, then I don't care about that. I mean, throwing up doesn't bother me. But I don't want to like burn my esophagus or burn the enamel off my teeth. There's certain things I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make my health worse by trying foods that may not interact with me as well as we had hoped. That being said, I need to expand my palate so that Bobby and I can travel, and I would like to expand my palate just because it would really expand the number of places that we can go. So you'll find that most couples, many couples, maybe not most, many couples, a let's say a husband goes, well, what would you like for dinner tonight? And it will be like, the, the back and forth would be like, how about Italian? Mm, I don't think so. I just had it a couple of days ago. How about barbecue? Oh, no, my stomach hasn't really been feeling that great. Do you, do you want to go to a place for wings? Uh, chicken. I'm just, I really want something a little bit more than chicken. Do you, do you feel something as heavy as steak? And it's more about the types of food that they are. So Italian, American, Mexican, uh, a steakhouse, all different things like that. Generally with me, it's like, um, do you want uh, Dave's barbecue or do you want Joe's barbecue? And then it has to do with what type of meat or sauce that I'm interested in. So it's it's much more focused, much more narrow. 
Here we are. We're at 445. Sky is starting to get a little lighter. Like, I don't know how light that actually is. I need to find out what parallel they're on in relationship to where I am. Because one thing that I always thought was odd, and I get it, it's further north. But to me, it's six hours or eight hours, six hours, whatever. Minneapolis, north of Kansas City. Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Twin Cities. It gets darker there much earlier than it does in Kansas City, and it gets lighter there or stays lighter much later in the summer than it does in Kansas City. Um, which I was, I just always thought, because it's not that far. I mean, like when I'm thinking like long days and nights, longer days and nights, I'm thinking like Alaska, northern, northern Canada, not the northern United States, continental United States. But I remember one time, my well, one of my first times training up there in the wintertime, I was a trainer with Sprint, and we were on the, the Carlson Towers in Minnetonka, and we were on one of the top floors. And I, it was wintertime, bitterly cold out. I think it had been snowing. If it wasn't, then I'm sure that it was about to or just had. But it was dark. And so I started wrapping stuff up and someone goes, you know, I thought we went till five and I looked down because I wear, I don't wear digital watches. And so I look and I was like, Oh yeah, I did look because it was almost four, not almost five, but it was so dark out. I thought it was almost five. So it seemed to me, if I recall correctly, that they were probably a good 40 minutes, 40 to 50 minutes earlier getting dark in the winter time and I was up there much more during that time that time period um so I don't know what Venice is like and so I'm trying to think because I think we start getting light about the same time just before 5 a.m because I think that I've we live on we live on a golf course and I think I've looked at and been like at 5 30 ish been like oh I could play I wouldn't I could tee off at this point and be good. When I played golf back in the day, I used to know exactly what that, because I would know what that number was, exactly when I could tee off and still see the ball, and I would typically tee off like two minutes before that. So anywho, anyhow, anyway, so the morning will get the start. So I kind of enjoy... The only thing that I don't like is as their day is starting to wind up, being seven hours ahead. If I go to bed at 11, it's 6 a.m. there. So it's now sunny there. It's been sunny most of the, the past few mornings, although there's a great rainstorm during this evening that I'm recording. It was pretty cool, an electrical storm just pouring down rain. And it was cool to see with the the... Uh, classical music that they play as a soundtrack, it just, it would look so cool. I turned the lights off in our living room and see it wasn't dark here yet. So it was light outside, bleeding light into the room. I tried to make it dark so I could see that lightning going off on the television, but it was just really cool. So see now on, oh, oh, that is so weird. I literally thought earlier, I haven't seen any wooden smoke there because obviously as a stone genius, I'm going to need to go to not only a, a weed legal and friendly place, but somewhere that it's not. So I actually thought I haven't seen anyone smoke. And this guy just, he's outside uh, the hotel across the street and he's smoking. And here's the weird thing. You know, I wonder if he's, like, what is he thinking about in his day? Like, is he a worker? Is he a... It looks like he's wearing shorts. I don't know what they wear to work there. I think it's pretty humid there in mid-80s for the most part. But I am a third of a world away from him. I think it said that if I, if I was flying there and I don't know with layovers, blah, blah, yada, yada, it's like 12 hours for me, 12 and a half hours for me to get there. So let's just say it's on the other side of the world. I know it's seven hours time zone wise, but it's on the other side of the world from me. And this guy's outside 
at 4.50 a.m. in Venice, Italy, smoking a cigarette, watching boats go by, and... So I was watching him watch the boat. I wanted to see how much interest he had in it. He seemed to have quite a bit of interest in the boat. So that would lead me, making a guess as a genius, that he is a tourist and kind of seeing. Because if that was something that normally went by, then and he saw that every morning that he's out for his smoke, that wouldn't bother him. Once again, I wish I could call the hotel and have them go out and go look out. Wouldn't that be funny if they looked out and they go, Oh, that's Mario. He's a plumber. And then, like, Mario, the guy here takes his jacket off and he does have overalls on. Gosh, I love this, watching this. I really want to... Uh-oh. There's someone on the other side. Oh, they're carrying their luggage. So, see, this is someone... So, I'm assuming that it that to catch the early flights, this is about the time that you would start leaving. So whatever time you would need to get there ahead of flights, I don't know, two hours ahead, one hour, whatever that guideline is for you. And so subtract that and then subtract the, the time it takes to get to the airport and that's uh, to the from the first flight. So the first flight 7 a.m. I'm assuming that leaving 4:30 or 5 a.m. is going to get you to the airport because it seems that's where most people. But I just think this is fascinating. I have a story for everyone. Like this guy's moved under the light. Oh, I was going to mention this earlier. Like the look that you see here, especially when they had the thunderstorm going on, so it's pitch black. Like it's starting to get light now, so you can actually see the 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 buildings, not just the outlines from the light, but the the actual color and more texture from the buildings as it's starting to light up. But overnight, when they were having the thunderstorm, the lightning's going off. You can see the water uh, starting to pool on the on the walkways, and you can see it splashing under or uh, around the bridge and things like that. But it to me, seeing the movie The Exorcist. That's what it reminds It just had that eerie sense, even right now, the look, the way the lights are, the way the camera's positioned uh, with this bridge. See, now I want to interview the people that put this camera system up, this webcam up, because I know it's it's pointing straight down that line. So they must, and I don't know if it's on the top of the building but it is, it's uh, it's mesmerizing. It really makes me want to visit Venice. And I will tell you, while Venice has intrigued me, it real there are a lot of places I would have thought that I'd rather go. But I do think that Venice, because this is one place that has really just caught my eye, my heart, whatever you want to say, whatever it's enamored me. Whatever it's done with me, I want to sit at those tables. So here's the thing also. I was thinking, I moved to Venice, continued to do, so here's what I got to figure out. Weed in Italy. I don't think it's legal. So that may, see this, I Canada, Portugal, I don't know. I eesh. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Um, I also thought I could do a job because on this bridge... I could do it where someone wants me to hold up a banner asking Judy if, Judy, will you marry Ron? And then I would hold it up, like unfurl this banner on the bridge. And then I would hold it there for like one minute. And then I'd wad it up and I'd, I'd go on my way because I don't want to get in trouble. Um, and then... Uh, you know, oh, and then Ron's like, hey, Judy, uh, I'm going to have to break her off her engagement. And then I could unfurl that one and people would pay me and then I would go out and do this for them. And I would have different, uh, Bobby, I love you. And that, that'd be for me. And then it'd be like me giving big air hugs to my wife. Of course, I don't want, well, I guess she could be right there watching it on her phone. I was going to say, I don't want her to be at home and I'm there saying, oh, I wish I was hugging you. And I'm in Venice and she's not. 
But I, because then you can just tell someone, hey, go to YouTube real quick. Look at this. Isn't that wild? Because it has a clock. I mean, we would be in sync. It would be like Mission Impossible and Seven in sync. Well, probably all of the Mission Impossibles. I would assume that if they weren't in sync, like if they didn't check their watches, like Mark, and then like all click them at the same time or whatever they do, uh, that they would not, like all their Mission Impossibles would be missions this is not going to get done because none of us are doing it at the same time. So we could sync that up and do it. I could ask people, like I could do a live show and then I could have people call in or they could text in. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. You're hearing this as soon as I'm. the thoughts are coming into my head, which I apologize for that. That being said, like you all could say, hey, go ask that guy, what are they doing at 3.35 in the morning there? Like we could have different like show on Friday night and like Friday night, hey, go ask the couple at this table what they're eating. Wouldn't that be fun to do? And then, or ask them a trivia question. You all give me a trivia question to ask them. And if they get it right, we buy their meal for them. Seems like they should have to do more than a trivia question. I mean, like one. Like, well, I don't know. If it's cheap to eat there, then <clears throat> one trivia question would be fine. So, yeah. Oh, that light. No, it's still on. Phew. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of that. So... I told you that there's another canal at the end of this. It does look wider. That totally could be optical illusions because this, this canal ends. You can tell it, or it appears that the canal then goes like this one dead ends. Basically, it becomes a T, I guess, an American T. Does that help people? I'm sorry if you're if you use a Cyrillic alphabet, I don't know what that would look like or what it would be. So this ends and then goes left right if that helps. But it looks like it is wider. This is not a very does not appear to be a very wide canal to some of the other canals. So I wonder in one of this this and I'll have to go back to both of the other webcams for Venice that I've seen, but one of them you can see a tower in the background. I just realized you can see a tower in this background. So I, I so this is where I could start geographically <clears throat> being able to figure out where they're located to one another. Yeah. It is stalker like. I do I I will not disagree with that. But yet I am stalking a city in a region <clears throat> more so than I am stalking individuals. Yes, do I have many questions about the individuals that I see? Like, this is a perfect time of morning. This is where I would be outside like that guy. Maybe that's what he was doing. Oh, if he was smoking a joint, wake and bake, baby. I mean, he missed 420 by about a half an hour, but that's okay. We will let that slide. But this, so right now, the sky is a very pale gray blue. Uh, you can see it, all their most of their building, buildings are very colorful, so you're starting to see the vibrancy of the colors. You can see now in between the lights, like down at the end where the canal went, there were some lights, and you could see buildings behind them just because the light cast luminance upon them. Now you can actually see outlines and things, so this would be a great time. I don't drink coffee, but something warm. Uh, to drink, actually, uh, a Mountain Dew. Hey, I wonder if they sell Mountain Dew. Or something caffeine-infused. That would be great. But now it's it's starting to get bright. But that's the one thing that kind of sucks, is I'm starting to wind down and get in bed. It's starting to get bright and, and bustle. I wish I could, I kind of wish I could record this so they're nighttime. I would just let this go in the background. I'd let it play its classical music. I would sleep. We, I say we would sleep to classical music. It's amazing. Bobby can sleep through anything, but if I leave like classical music on, she cannot 
quite sleep through that. Whatever that means. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway. Uh, Hotel Filu. Uh, I hope to do my due diligence and post this tomorrow. I'm going to ask the question, what is the hotel across that you can see? See if someone could answer that. I really think I'm going to call and find out what the name of this is. And if they speak English at all, I'm going to tell them I watch their webcam. And I'll tell them if they tell me what time they get off. I'll, no, that sounds creepy. I was going to say I'll let, they can wave to me. I'll wave back. Yeah, that, nope. Does, and nothing sounds wrong about that at all. Okay, so let's see. This so I've spent nearly an hour speaking in gibberish about uh, me stalking certain regions um, that I can view from this hotel webcam in Venice, Italy. That's not what the story. So here are some of the things that were supposed to be on the story. We'll see if I bump them to later episodes. They may just be lost forever to time. Um so I will write, I will tell you this. So I went in and wedged at the top. So I wrote all these three pages of notes, handwritten notes, just beautiful handwritten notes. And then I wedged at the top next to where it says episode 220. I put Hotel Filu, Venice, Italy, addicted to, addicted to their webcam. I got to tell you, I am. I really am. So... That's what this episode obviously was about. Thanks for listening to that. Uh, what I was going to talk about is cop of a video, uh, a video of a cop in Louisiana who had a traffic stop. He felt something wasn't right. And if you wonder why cops are nervous, so he didn't think something was right. He's in, I was going to say rural Louisiana, but outside of New Orleans, I think it's rural Louisiana. Uh, there's a body in the trunk. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I was going to talk about BB Rexa. Uh, she posted a thing about her boyfriend, sent her text about her gaining 35 pounds. Um, here's the thing. A lot of couples, if they are fit, they have this conversation early on. Uh, I can exactly tell you what Bobby and I said. She was like, please don't ever let me get that big. And my response was, I would have left you long before you got to that size. Um, but it's not always the easiest conversation to have for twofold. Sometimes because you're with that person a lot or every day, you don't see it until all of a sudden you're like, when did this happen? Um, that's why people that are away, I remember when Bobby's grandmother, Frances, saw me after a long time away. So in 2008, so the first like 12 years that she knew me, and we didn't see each other that often, maybe a couple times a year, uh, I was about where I am right now, about 170. So then I had gained, we had done a P90X workout, we had done it for six months straight, and I had put on about... 40 pounds, I was up about 210. So when she saw me, her response was, Rodney, you've gotten fat. And most people were like, well, I guess you are bigger. They didn't notice, the people that had been around me every day didn't notice it nearly as much. Even Bobby at one point, I remember, I know, with the sex stories, I remember being on top of her and her telling me that I had gotten heavy. She's like, oh, you've gotten heavy. And I can imagine I mean, I like my dumbbells that I'm using right now are 14 pounds a piece. So that's 28 pounds for two dumbbells. And it'd be like having an ex another set of those. That'd be 56 pounds. But putting those on my chest, I mean, just holding that is a lot of weight. So I can imagine. I mean, I can imagine laying on Bobby and then picking up those and holding them and then picking up at least one more and holding it. I guess that'd be... 46 pounds, right? Something. It'd be something. No, 42 pounds. Yeah, 42 pounds. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I get it. It's a hard conversation to have. He, he finally said it. I mean, 
the whole thing is you just have to be like, and I'm going to talk about this on a future episode because I'm going to talk to people about how to win, how to win against people like me. Uh, it's very simple. Um, but all you have to do is have facts, come back with facts. Uh, I don't have time. I don't have the ability to eat what I need to. I don't want to. That is not a priority in my life. I have spent more time doing X, Y, and Z instead of this. Uh, so I don't have a problem with that. Um, sounds of freedom. I'm just going to mention this because uh, sometimes people can be whiny little bitches uh, even when they're winning. So Sounds of Freedom is a movie about uh, child tra uh, sex trafficking, I believe. Uh, child exploitation. And uh, right-wing pundits want to say that that movie is being suppressed. However, at the time that I wrote this, and I think it's been uh, surpassed by Barbie and Oppenheimer, but it was the number one movie in America, and they were saying it's being suppressed. That's not how that works. Suppressed is like, it should be number one, but it's number six. That would be suppressed. Uh, let's see. Um Oh, I can cross these off. <clears throat> uh, those YouTube commercials that come on sometimes if you're watching videos, one that comes on, sometimes I'm away from the remote so I can't skip it. And I heard it say, they were talking about some invention and they were saying about this invention that an EMT scientist, which for out of the country, an EMT is an emergency medical technician. They would be like on a... On a um, Mm -hmm. uh, ambulance here in the United States, probably overseas as well. But they said EMT scientists. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think, I think you're one or the other. I mean, it's, it's not like, like a student to be a scientist. No, it was like an EMT scientist. Like they had two full-time, uh, life-changing jobs at the same time. Or maybe they're just overachievers. Uh, the other thing that I heard, was well two things so i was watching a documentary about a jewel thief and the mom said that he had borderline dyslexia and maybe i misunderstand dyslexia but i thought dyslexia is when you said things out of order so i'm not sure how you have it so you almost th say things out of order i didn't understand that and then the other thing that i thought was funny is she said my son would have been successful if he would have chose something other than crime. And I want to be like, he was successful at crime, bitch. I don't, I don't know. He stole one of the crown jewels. I think he was the last person to ever do that. And I was not really paying that much attention to the story. I had the documentary on but I was doing other things. I think he parachuted in like James Bond to steal it. So he was very successful. And that's a much better. No one gives two shits about, oh, that's awesome. Oh, so let me let me tell you this. So a, a friend that I went to high school with and played basketball with, um, Jeff, had a brother, David. Do I remember the one time I spent the, the night at Jeff and David's house? Um, and David, I think, was four or five years younger than us. So when we're in high school, you don't want someone that much younger than you around. So I think I actually kicked him out. You know, David became a very well-known actor in the movie Suicide Squad. Uh, David Dasmalshan, Jeff Dasmalshan. Sorry to name drop, guys. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway. One of them is a successful actor. The other one is a super successful businessman. Now, they are both super successful, but I will tell you one of them, if a mom is telling the story about the child, I am going to lean to the side that they're going to talk about the interesting child and the, no, so here's the thing. Now, instead of a successful actor, say that person was a successful jewel thief. Man, I am having trouble talking right now. So, say you have someone that's a, two brothers, one successful in business, one successful in thievery. 
the thievery, the son, the thievery. First of all, he was probably monetarily better compensated if he was that successful as a jewel thief. And then secondly, those are much better stories. Oh, yeah. So Jeff, yeah, he took that into escrow. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. What did David do? Oh, he parachuted from a small plane onto a rooftop, took off his jumpsuit, had a tuxedo on underneath like James Bond, and then stole one of the crown jewels. Hmm. What story is the audience going to be captivated with? So he was successful. He just got caught. And then now he's successful because he got caught. Still, he's still successful. You're looking at it. You're just upset because it wasn't your idea of success. Um, mm -mm. Uh, let's see. Other notes. Just trying to see if there's anything. Oh, three ways of living. I can cross this off because this is very easy because there's just three bullet points. Uh, three ways of living for me, the stone genius. Uh, number one, the first way I want to live. Uh, with Bobby, naked edition. So me and Bobby naked all the time. Or if we want to make it maybe feasible most of the time. So of the three ways I want to live, number one, by a long shot, with Bobby, naked edition. Uh, number two, so number one, with Bobby, naked edition. Number two is just with Bobby. I guess clothed edition, I didn't add that, but we could add that. Um, but just with Bobby. So, uh, once again, and there's only three, you don't need to write these down. I will probably post them somewhere. Actually, that'd be a good post for tomorrow. Uh, three ways of living for the TSG. That's me, the stone genius. Um, no, no, no. I said that wrong. Cause that's not how I've written. I go three ways of living for TSG. I said the TSG, which the, the be the, the is T and is the stone. Genius. So number one, if you remember, and I think most of you do, is living with Bobby, naked edition. Number two, with Bobby. So number one, with Bobby, naked edition. Number two, with Bobby. Number three, naked. Those are the only three. So if, if You're going to need to hope that I'm with Bobby because with Bobby, there is uh, number two where we could be together, but not naked. Uh, otherwise, so here's the deal. There's a two thirds chance that you're going to see me naked. So just be prepared for that. My living, the way that I'm going to be most successful and most happy is going to be naked, obviously. I mean, there are only three things and two of them were naked. I mean, come on now. Uh, let's see. Um, so Dakota, so when she was young, she likes to, she'll eat her bones and, uh, like chew things that are on the floor. Well, the girls, not me because I am bald. The girls sometimes will lose hair and sometimes the dog it would get on a bone or something that they would eat or something, or they would ingest it. So when they would go to poop, Sorry, I probably should have given a spoiler for that. Ah, too late. If you've listened to an hour of this show, then you've heard far worse at some point. Not maybe in this show, but in other shows. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So we used to wipe her. Because with a Doberman, there, there are little stubby tails here in America. They don't have full-length tails. They still dock them here for the most part. They're little stubby tail. You can see their butthole. And you want a clean butthole. And I will tell you... As a guy who likes a clean butthole, you want a clean butthole. So Dakota is just very funny because she will come in, like if she poops, every time she poops, she wants to be wiped. I'm surprised she, and I shouldn't say this out loud because she may hear me and be a dick about this or a bitch, however you want to call it. Um, I'm surprised she doesn't make me wear use like wet wipes, like baby wipes or something like that. Instead of just like toilet paper or Kleenex. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. It's funny because she does that. 
And I start to wonder now if because of the things I do to Bobby, whether Dakota thinks that to find the right guy, she always needs to have a clean butt. Seems like a long, long lead to get to that. Uh, okay, I think that was it. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, next episode, after this episode, if you're listening to these chronologically, episode 221 will be Alex Kranzberg from Cran Organics. So we will talk a little bit about their new product that just came out. We're going to talk about an old product revisited uh, that's going to be new. That is super exciting information. So uh, this is episode 220. That's episode 221. So we'll get to that soon enough. Thank you all for listening to the program. You guys know me. My name is Ro. I am the stone genius. You know me. I'm often stoned. Uh, always a genius. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.